Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk, the podcast. I am your host, Teresa Caesar, and you are listening to episode 51. Have you stopped to think about the vital role that your heart plays in your overall health? This organ, which is about the size of a large fist, beats around 115,000 times each day, pumping about 2,000 gallons of blood throughout your body. And did you also know that heart disease is the leading cause of death around the world? According to the American Heart Association, someone dies of a heart attack every minute, and one in three women die of heart disease. But did you also know that 80% of it is preventable? While these statistics are extremely daunting, there is a lot that you can do to take care of your heart, and it's never too late to start. I have come to learn that prevention is far better than the cure. This brings me to today's guest, Natalie Fernandez-Lee. We're going to dive deep and have a conversation about the heart of a woman and give some incredible tips that you can implement literally today after listening to this episode. Now, a little bit about Natalie. Natalie is a powerhouse entrepreneur who leads by example. She is the president of Meridian Wealth Management, mother of five, and is always giving back to her Tucson community. She's coming on the podcast to share the mission that we're on together, and that is to save lives and spread awareness through our service with the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women 2022. I bring to you my conversation with Natalie Fernandez-Lee. You have a motto, lead by example. And as I've gotten to know you more, you are an incredible example. So I really would love for you to introduce yourself to this audience. Thank you, Teresa. It's an honor to be here and I appreciate the opportunity and am humbled to be able to share more about my background and my life, my motto, my family, my exposure. And I'm always humbled to know that that can have an impact and that it's something that is worth sharing. And so I appreciate the opportunity to be here and speak with you. Thank you for having me. Our worlds have collided multiple times in the past, and it's funny thinking back as a native Tucsonan growing up here in in Tucson, going to school, getting my education, raising my family, starting a business. But one of the most special things that is a part of my background is my love of dance and really getting involved in the community through the art of flamenco way back in the day. And I love that every time I look at you, I know that we had a connection that started there that's grown over the years and our paths have overlapped in so many different ways along the way. I love the fact that you brought up the flamenco. Before we knew each other, anybody that I would run into would be like, you need to meet Natalie. She dances flamenco too. (laughs) It's not that big of a world. The flamenco's on, it's not that big. So And it's amazing how strong it still is. We have some really great flamenco Spanish talent here in Tucson, and I still love it. I still enjoy it. I dance around the house. My kids are learning flamenco, but my day in and day out is no longer dance. That's my fun time. Now it's it's business and 
raising a lot of kids and doing all that fun stuff. I am, as I mentioned, a native Tucsonan, come from a large family, one of six kids, and grew up in a really traditional, wonderful home with my mom staying at home, being super involved in the school, being there for all of us kids day in and day out. And my dad showing us what a hardworking life looked like, but also made time for family and time to coach our sports teams and time to be involved in the community. So I really grew up in such a blessed home and background to be able to see a woman and a man work together to raise a strong family. When I look at my family, that really is at the core of who I am and how I was raised. And it plays a big part in everything I've done since then, in raising my own family, in going into business, running a business, being involved in the community. It really all stems from my roots here in Tucson. This community is lucky to have you. You're amazing. You wear many hats. Like you said, you're a daughter, a mother, a sister, a wife, an entrepreneur. I really love how you serve this community. You educate youth, right, in finance and empower women. What I really want to get into is how you serve this year as co-chair of the American Heart Association, Go Red. And that's where you and I got to join forces and impact and save lives, essentially. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? I would love to, and thank you. The American Heart Association came into my life a couple of years ago, I was asked to get involved on an executive level and as part of our leadership team by a very good friend of mine whose family had, I knew that their background, they had a lot of issues with heart health. So I knew it was very important to her. Ironically, the moment that she texted me to ask if I would be interested in being involved, it was a Friday evening, about six o'clock, almost two years ago, at that very moment that I received the text, I was on the phone with my mom and she was telling me that she had to go to an emergency appointment the next day at the doctor on a Saturday, which is never good news. And that she had been diagnosed with congestive heart failure and she had been ill for maybe a month or two. We were trying to figure out what it was. And my friend had texted me and asked me if I would be interested in serving on the executive leadership team for the Heart Association. I read that text after I hung up with my mom and I immediately text back. I said, absolutely. I don't even know what I need to do, but you let me know what I need to do. There was a sign at that moment that that's where I needed to put my energy towards. So I served on the executive team did a lot of work in the community, and I was asked here for the year of 2022 to be the chair. And I'm actually co-chairing with my dad, Ruben Fernandez, who's also my business partner. It's it's very special to do that together. And my dad also has some history of some heart issues, so it made a lot of sense. But Go Red, the focus is on women's heart health. And one thing I realized, Teresa... I've always thought myself to be healthy and aware and in control of what I was doing. What I realized by getting involved with American Heart Association, I did it initially because other people around me have been impacted by heart disease. 
and heart issues. What I realized over the last couple of years is I was not taking care of myself, or I at least wasn't aware that there might be a problem that I didn't even know existed. I'm healthy. I do not have any heart issues. Thank gosh. But I also wasn't aware of all of the risks that women face when it comes to their heart. When I heard the statistic that one in three women die of heart disease, I was floored. What I was more floored by is that 80% of it is preventable. And I wanted to know my, my business sense or my, my numbers mind said, how on earth is 80% preventable and we're not doing it? What is that 80%? What could we be doing to reduce this? And it's so simple, but the biggest thing is the awareness. It's just knowing that that's your greatest risk as a woman. So if we know what to look for, if we know and can be more aware with our own bodies, if we can take a little bit of extra time for ourselves instead of putting ourselves last in line, which we naturally tend to do as women. And that's okay. That's what makes us special, but it's also what hurts us. And in some cases kills us is we don't, as women always put ourselves first, we'll take care of our husbands, our kids, our job, our work. We will do the laundry before we sit down and say, gosh, something doesn't feel right. Like we'll get all the, everything done that needs to be done on our list of things to do. So my awareness over the last year or two really of what I need to be doing differently has been so impactful to me. And taking on the role of chair, my goal is to make sure as many women in our community as possible know that they need to be aware of this, that we need as women to educate, empower, and be aware of our own bodies and health, what to look for, and and just have that awareness. It's not an obsessive type of thinking, but it's the awareness. So my mission, the American Heart Association's mission, is to impact more than a million women's lives by educating them and making them aware. So that is our goal of impact and what we're working really hard to do this year. Oh, wow. It's so well said. And I'm honored to join forces with you as Heart to Talk. I say that I'm in the business of healing the soul of the heart and to be part of the biology and learn as I also have been impacted as my grandmother had triple bypass a couple years ago and recently suffered a stroke because just what you said, she put herself last, you know, and it's that whole, the awareness and preventable aspect. And another part, Teresa, we have to be advocates for ourselves. We have that. to know, and I'll give you an example. I had gone to the doctor. I, I, I don't know how long ago it was, but maybe it was four or five months ago. And I just had some pressure. I didn't think I was having a heart attack, but I, one of the most misdiagnosed um, outcomes when women go to the doctor is we we get diagnosed a lot with stress is doing this or it's anxiety and we can't always find what it is and there's not always a solution at the doctor. But as an example, when I was at the doctor this last time, 
I asked the doctor, I said, I'd like you to do an EKG. I want you to be sure that my heart is okay. I would have never, ever in my life asked the doctor to do an EKG. He said, do you think you have, you're having a heart attack? I said, I really don't know, but I know I could be, and we haven't ruled that out. So I would just like you to run it, make sure that everything looks good. And everything was fine. I think as, as women, we hate to ask for things because we don't want to seem like we're overreacting, we're being this or that. But I've learned by watching that it's okay to ask those things. It's okay to take control of your own health. It's okay to be an advocate for yourself. I've recently bought a blood pressure cuff and mm. I was given advice by the Heart Association that you should take your blood pressure every once in a while. You can really tell if something's changing by just taking your own blood pressure. You can take your blood pressure at the pharmacy when you go in a drugstore or the grocery store. But I bought one for home and I take it once a week or once every couple of weeks just to be sure it's stable. It's super simple. It takes about 20 seconds, but I can at least spot out if something's changing. And again, like I said, I don't have any heart issues and I'm very fortunate that I'm in good health, but I'm much more aware and on top of it. And these are the little steps that is 80% preventable. It's being aware, it's doing very small things that I would have never done prior to two years ago being involved with the Heart Association. So yeah, I love that being aware and being an advocate mm-hmm. for yourself. So tip number one, ask to get an EKG. Mm-hmm. and take your blood pressure would be tip number two. Do you have any other tips that after listening a woman could do or even a man? Would be yeah. breathe. I was on a call today with another businesswoman that is an engineer and we were talking about our typical work day. We sit and we go and we go and we go and how taking a break, getting up for five minutes doing some breathing, doing some some grounding of yourself, giving yourself a break is okay. We tend to go, go, go. It's okay to, to do some breathing for a minute or two. It actually is proven to make a significant difference in your overall health by breathing, by taking a little break. And I think as women, we tend to not feel that it's acceptable to take a break. We have to always have something going on or be doing something for someone. So allow yourself to take a break and breathe. It's so simple, but it has significant outcomes. It's proven to have significant outcomes in your health. Yeah, I agree. Those are great tips. Are there any announcements upcoming that you feel needs to be heard. I always have announcements. I really stress that our goal is to impact lives and to create sustainable impact. Impact that it's not for a moment, it is everlasting and continues to build. And so a couple of things that we're doing, number one, in October, we're having our traditional annual Go Red for Women luncheon. It's on October 28th at La Paloma Country Club, we will be in the company of 500 plus women and men. It is designed again for that education, empowerment, inspiration. It's one of the most moving events I've ever been to. 
And prior to the luncheon, we have a, several hours, about two hours for breakout sessions where you can rotate. We actually have, I talk about breathing, we're going to have a breakout session that teaches you how to breathe. And it sounds crazy that you need to be taught, but there's actually a science behind it and a technique. So we're going to have different breakout sessions that educate on different areas of women's heart health. It will be a great, great event on that Friday morning to to midday. We have our first ever STEM event, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math that will be held in person down at the U of A Tech Park on October 11th. And that is a full day event. The target for the attendees there are freshmen and sophomore high school girls. And our goal is to impact our Southern Arizona communities, Tucson and other outlying areas to really expose these young girls to the areas of the STEM fields and inspire them to pursue their studies in those areas. So we have an incredible support from the community for that event as well. And they'll spend a day and, and our goal is they leave that day inspired to pursue careers. STEM field jobs are filled, 25% of those jobs are represented by females. 50% or 49% of the workforce is represented by females. So STEM is very underrepresented when it comes to those fields. So we're looking to create imp- sustainable impact by getting more women and young girls focused on those areas. And then the final part that I would say is ongoing, Teresa, we have a circle of red and red tie society where men and women can get involved through the support of $1,000 donation. Those funds go towards research and ongoing impact into the American Heart Association's mission. But as by being a circle of red member, a red tie society member, and you are very involved in this area with the Heart Association that I appreciate so much. We've, within the society, there's other benefits. There's ongoing education, there's quarterly um, networking and events where we get together. Our Circle of Red is doing a wine tasting event in September, and all of our Circle of Red and Red Tide Society members will join us. And it's just a great group of individuals in the community that want to want to be a part of this impact and movement that can do so without being, you know, sponsoring or making a major uh, long-term financial commitment. So it's a great way to bring community members together. So those are kind of three key areas that are upcoming that are going to be a lot of fun here through September and October. Thank you so much for saying that, Natalie. I'm going to wrap up the episode with the traditional closing questions that I have. And so the first one, Natalie, what is your favorite book? My favorite book. So this, this answer would vary with time, but I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite book is whatever my second and fourth grader are reading at school. And right now I've, I've got the babysitters club that is a nightly book that I'm reading and dog man is what my second grader is reading, but reading and loving to do it and encouraging my kids to love that and it not be a chore is important. So those are my favorite books right now. I love that. What's your favorite quote, Natalie? 
favorite quote, I have stressed this to my kids. If you ask any of my kids, what is the number one rule in life? They all can tell you very quickly because it's been hung on a refrigerator forever. Life's not fair. Get used to it. Very simple. When they ask you, what does that mean? What do you say? It means we don't get to control the outcome. Everything is not going to be equal for everybody. Take the opportunities you have appreciate and be grateful for your blessings. And you need to make the most out of every situation. You're in control of that. Nobody else is. So don't compare to what everyone around you is doing. Life is not fair. And then the last one, what is the best advice that you have to offer? I think the best advice I would say you know, be true to yourself. My motto that I state a lot, lead by example, day in and day out, we have choices to make and there are many paths of which that can go down. Have a foundation and a core that you can stay true to. It will guide your decisions and it will take you to where you're supposed to be. Discovering and knowing what that is, is a process. And then remembering that and staying true to that day in and day out, whether it's with your business, whether it's in your community, whether it's in your marriage or relationships, your family, being able to stay true to that is a ever, it's, it's always a challenge and it takes a lot of work. But when you can do that, you can be at peace with decisions that you make. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I do hope that you've enjoyed my conversation with Natalie Fernandez-Lee, president of Meridian Wealth Financial, and that you are ready to take the lead and responsibility for your health. Remember, you only have one heart and one life. I also want to dedicate this episode to my beautiful grandmother, Maria de los Angeles Dupree, who was born in Spain May 5th, 1936, and left the physical August 16th, 2022. She suffered from heart disease and ultimately passed away from a massive stroke, placing her in the statistic of that one in three women dying of heart disease. I will continue to spread awareness in her honor, and I do hope that you join me.